Good morning, everyone. Thank you guys so much for joining us here today at Hope City Church. Uh, we're excited to uh, continue in our uh, new series this year. And honestly, we hope you're having a great weekend and you're ending or starting your Sunday with us. Well, whatever you're doing, it's great. We're going to, um, today we're going to be talking about tested faith, or, yes. or we can say it this way, tested faith that produces big faith. Yes. Tested faith which produces big faith, or we can even say it another way, test of faith produces big faith. Before yes. we do, we want to encourage you to like, share, and press that notification bell and uh, loop in all your social media, and that would be great. You hit the notification bell, you'll get let us know when we go live on Sunday mornings um, at 12 o'clock Central Standard Time, because we live in the great state of Iowa. Iowa. So we thank you for much so much we thank you for much we thank you so <laughs> we thank much you for, a lot. for the much that you do and it's a wonderful thing and so also we want to give you opportunity to uh, financially support us here at hope city church and partner with us to continue to bring the message of hope across all our social media platform yes and i want to open this up in uh scripture this morning i like to we we, we love to start out with the word of god why because you know there's so much opinions there's so much you know, ideas that come from us, but we want to stick with our foundations and our root. And that is the Bible, the B-I-B-L-E. That That's is the, the book, book for, for me. me. I stand alone on the word. Yes, sir. No, hey, there you go. I mean, we yeah. could we could do that again this morning. This is good. Get our blood, get our blood going. Come on. You know, sometimes we need to remind ourselves. And a lot of times that, that happens with song. You know, we remind ourselves of who God is and what it is that we stand on. Yes. Uh, Proverbs. 3 9 proverbs chapter 3 verse 9 which is in the old testament of the bible but it's not old oh i got them all today oh you oh, i got them all i think i don't know what it it's is it's gonna be good it's gonna be good honor the lord with your wealth and with the best part of everything that you produce you know there is something that is to be said when we do something we produce something we earn a paycheck we we get something that we honor god with the first of that, with the, the harvest, with all of those things. Why? Because we're thanking God for who he is and what he has done and what he is continuing to do in our life. And I think that's important. It's helping remind us yes. that God is the one that is making a way. God is the one that has prepared the way. God is the one that is doing all of this in and through us. Um, and I want to encourage you to give this morning. The link is in the chat box. Uh, click on it. And as you are preparing to give this morning, I want to pray for us uh, as we get started in our message today. God, I thank you so much, God, for what it is that you're doing. God, help us uh, to remind ourselves, God, uh, of who you are. God, of what you're doing in our life, to be thankful and grateful for all that you have done, God, and, and to be putting you first in every area yeah. of our life. God, as we are beginning to see things from a new perspective. God, it's a new year. It's a new day. It's a new season. God, we're embracing those opportunities of newness and change in our life. God, we thank you, Holy Spirit, that we are difference makers in our circles of influence. Give thank us you, ears Lord. to hear, God, what it is that you're saying. God, hearts to receive, God, what it is, God, that you're speaking to us and doing in our life. Thank God, you. and let us have hands of action in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 So we thank you for being here again. Yes. I think it's great when you like, share, and press that notification bell so you can be reminded that when uh, we go live on Sunday mornings, it's awesome. Um, today we're talking about, again, test of faith, yes. which produces big faith. Out of the book of Nehemiah, 
Nehemiah is in the Old Testament of the, of the Christian Bible, chapter one, verses five and six. Lord, the God, I like how it says here, Lord, the God of heavens, of the heavens. Yes. You know, it's, it's funny when you read multiple translations and mm -hmm. the translations, are not that they're different, they just, the way they, they have the, translated. The way that they worded or, Sometimes yeah. your brain is on another, a different translation. Yes. Uh, Lord, the God of heavens, the great and awe-inspiring God who keeps his gracious covenant with those who love him and keep his commands. Lord, I love this. The God of heavens. Yeah. The God of the heavens, the great and awe-inspiring God, reminding, sometimes it's good to remind us who God is, right? Yeah. Who keeps his gracious covenant with those who love him and keep his commands. Number Verse six, let your eyes be open, your ears be attentive to hear your servant's prayer that I now pray to you, or pray to you day and night for your servants, the yeah. Israelites. I confess the sins we have committed against you, both I and my father's family have sinned. Pastor Angie, before we jump in and start unpacking uh, this, this uh, message, Test of Faith, well, which produces big faith. Uh, why don't you give us a little backstory here on the on the book of Nehemiah? What's going on in Nehemiah and the history of Israel at that time? Yeah. And I think it will help us kind of set the stage. What I think is important, you know, a lot of times uh, a lot of us live in the New Testament or we read, you know, the, the words of Jesus, but we forget that actually the Old Testament is what Jesus is preaching on and teaching on. And, you know, going back to the book of Nehemiah, you know, I think it's important that we understand some of the foundations. The backstory of Nehemiah is basically God's uh, telling his people, I want you to obey and I want you to worship me. Now, some of us think that we hear that I want you to obey. And it's like, oh, I have no I have no thought of my own. I can't do anything on my own. But there's a reason God is wanting us to obey. And that's because he knows the end. We don't know the end. We know what we feel. We know what we want. But we don't know the end. And God is wanting us to obey and to worship him. Unfortunately, this is the book of Nehemiah. What happened? They didn't obey. And so God is helping us to understand that there are consequences. There are things that happen when we don't obey or we don't do what we know is right to do. There are things that are going to happen. Um, and unfortunately, we like to blame other people for what we've done. But you know what? There are some consequences we have to take in our own action. Right. right? I mean, yeah, true. <laughs> and if you raise kids, you know. You know. You know. Like You know. And they didn't worship God. And so God allowed the Babylonians to come in and destroy and demolish everything that mattered to the people. And you're like, oh, this is a terrible God. I thought God is a God of love. God is a God of love. And I love, you know, what God is going to share and, and talk to us about here in the book of Nehemiah. The Babylonians wiped out the temple, destroyed the walls, burned most of the city and God's people into and took God's people into captivity 140 years later. A group goes back to their homeland to say, we need to try and rebuild. Rebuild what? Rebuild what was destroyed. Not because always of other people, because of what had happened in the lives of uh, in that day and what those people were going through. You know, uh, I think I think the way I look at it is um, when they say we try to rebuild some things. Yeah. I think we have to understand that uh, even in the new covenant of God's grace, um, we have to understand that the obedience ill for today, Yeah, you know, and uh, obeying God, obeying, following the word. It's still still today because Jesus paid it all. Doesn't mean we get to do whatever we want with no, no, no consequences. Right. We do get to do whatever we want. That's the freedom of choice. But at the same time, for example, if um, I'm a person that lies, yeah, I'm a Christian, I'm a follower of Jesus, but I have a struggle with lying. There may be times I have to go back and rebuild relationships um, that I have broken down 
because of my continual uh, um, struggle with lying. I use that for, as, a, as an example. Yeah. Um, you know, Christians, people who are born again, love Jesus, going to heaven. Yeah. Kids still struggle with sin. That's the point. They should be struggling with sin. You should be struggling with it. Yeah. And we are struggling with it. And it's that life-changing, beautiful life-changing of sanctification. Um, and so we we want to have these parallel understanding that um, following, following Jesus, following Jesus um, is a work of grace. Yes, Jesus yeah. working in us, us the ability to walk out what he's working in. You find that in the yeah. New Testament. God gives one man, a man named Nehemiah here in the book of Nehemiah, a divine burden. You can circle that, highlight that, put that in the chat box. He looks on even from another city says, so there's this burden that God begins to give Nehemiah. And he looks at this city and he goes, you know what? This is not okay with me. Yeah. Um, this is God's place. We are God's people. We're not going to allow this anymore. If I'm alive, I'm not going to stand for this. Right. And, uh, well, we, we can write this we can say that a divine burden is a God-given conviction that causes action. Yeah. Let me say that again. A divine burden um, is a God-given conviction that causes action. Yes. You always have action to the conviction of the burden that God has given you. Yeah. Um, we have a, a, a conviction that we should preach the gospel, teach the gospel on social media. Yeah. We can plan an in-person church. Matter of fact, a lot of people are asking us to plan an in-person church here in, in Des Moines. We can plan an in-person church. We don't know we'll do that or not. Never know what God's plans for us in, in a lifetime is. We know right now we will always be yes. on social media teaching the Bible yes. and, and sharing the good news with people. Why? We have a conviction. And that conviction didn't change because the pandemic got over. It didn't change because, you know, the, actually the conviction, that divine burden to do this, came during a period of time. That we saw destruction happening yeah. and we could reach out to people around the world. That could cause a lot of us in our church to put some divine action to that. Yeah. So let me say it again. Conviction always causes yes. action. If you say, man, I think something should be, I should do something about it. Somebody should do something about it. Maybe you're the person that God is calling to do something about that thing. And if you don't, if you want to pass it off to someone else, maybe you don't really have a true conviction. No, I, I think that I think that's important. You know, a lot of times, you know, God speaks to us and God challenges us and we go to someone else because we well, you need to do this. Mm -hmm. When if God's speaking to us, it's something that we need to do, that God is bringing it to our heart, you know, and it could be, you know, big or small in light of, you know, what it is that you're doing already. But God is beginning to speak to you. So how does this work? We're going to take a few minutes. We're going to unpack how does this work. You need a divine burden from God. If you don't have a divine burden, then I'd say go to your prayer closet and begin to pray. Yes, because And yes. ask God, God, what do you uh, want me to do here in this season, in this time, in this moment? You know, we are... We have a new day. Yes. We have a new beginning. And there's something that God wants us yes. to do in every season of our life. The starting step is the same for us all. The beginning, the first step that we make is the same for every single one of us. You pray and become aware of his presence. You pray and become yeah. aware of his What's presence. What's that first step again? You, you pray. pray and you become aware of his presence. Mm -hmm. You Man, that, uh, geez, we can circle that word aware a yeah. hundred million times. Um, we have to become aware of his presence. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. 
you know, and praying and communicating with God. That's how we become aware of his presence. So number one, you pray and you become aware of his presence. Number two, you start small. You know, have you ever heard that, you know, one bite at a time, you know, don't dismantle the whole or don't start to rebuild the whole start with one small step one small beginning because we overdo it. It's like, you know, the beginning of the year, you see all these people in the gym, but by the end of January, half of the gym is empty. Now they're still paying their dues because of course I'm going to always go back. I'm going to go back. Yeah, yeah, But they, and they go in there and they start and they do a huge workout. Their body's not ready for it. They're tired. They hurt for weeks at a time to recover because they didn't start small. They didn't ease into it. I love this following verse in another Old Testament book of the Bible. It says this. It's in Zechariah chapter 4, verse 10. Zechariah chapter 4, verse 10. Do not despise these small beginnings, for the Lord rejoices to see the work begin. Yes. A lot of times we think when we start smaller, we take a baby step that it's not big enough. It doesn't make a huge enough impact. So I'm going to stop doing it. Yes. But it's the small steps consecutively that create big movements and create change in our lives yes. and the light of others. Starting small doesn't mean you embrace small thinking. We serve a great big God. Starting small un- means that we understand where we're at and it takes time to build muscle memory, to build strength, to get to where God has us to go. Yes. Amen. Sorry. I'm writing notes as Pastor Angie's teaching us. I'm being inspired. Uh, this morning, <laughs> uh, starting small, you you find you find you find uh, that divine burden in your yeah. prayer closet. Um, it, it, they, as you pray, you get used to the presence of God, and as you get the use of the presence and aware of His presence, you're able to hear the voice of God. Yeah. You're able to create space to hear from Him. Uh, Ephesians three twenty tells us here uh, uh, tells us this. Now to Him who's able, now to Him who's able to do far more abundantly than all yeah. we ask or think according to the power uh, 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 work, work, uh, at work within us. Yeah, I'm thinking about five things right now. Um, I'm, 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 I want to do something big for God or I want big yes. faith. I, I understand that tested faith is uh, produces this big faith. Yeah. Uh, we'll talk about that more later. Um, starting small, though, doesn't mean you have to embrace small thinking. Yeah. Um, we believe that God has given us a world platform. Yeah. To Amen. speak, and you can see it all. If you were able to watch the chat boxes, and if you wonder what we're doing, we're we're or we are engaging in multiple chat rooms right now as we're talking, as we're just saying hi to people and stuff like Amen, saying Hey, wait, wait. You know, we believe God um, uh, is able to do. Uh, uh, we we start with a small idea, and yeah. God is able to increase it. Now, to Him, was able to do more abundantly above what we could think, ask, yes. or imagine. Because of the power that works in us. So, the first question we could ask is, What are you asking God for? Um, what are you asking God for? What are those things that you're contending for? What are those things that you're praying and pressing into God about? Um, what are you thinking on regarding the direction of your life? Yeah. What are you thinking on um, regarding the, the direction of your life? As you live your life, um, as you live your everyday life in your everyday circle of people, uh, what, what are you asking God for? Uh, what are you thinking um, on regarding the direction yeah. of your life? Uh, where's your imagination at? Yeah. What are those things? 
things that you're thinking about and, and believing God for. When you look at, I don't know, maybe there's some broken areas in your life. There were some broken things in your no. community. And you're starting to ask God, God, who is going to do something about that? You always start with prayer because yeah. prayer begins to move the heart of God. I wouldn't say this. Let me say this. Prayer doesn't move the heart of God. It connects your heart to move with his heart. Yes. Right? Good. So we're not asking God to move his heart. His heart is already with the broken. His already, heart is already with the fatherless and the motherless. His heart is already with the poor and the needy. His yeah. heart is already with the rich and the famous. His heart is always with that. So we need to pray and, and we need God's heart. Our heart needs to be moved with the heart of God. Yes. Right? I want to encourage you. First, you pray. Where's your imagination at? Um, I would say this. Uh, if you're starting this uh, new, if you're new to the Christian uh, journey, or maybe you've been following Jesus for a long time, I, I think some of some of us uh, maybe um, for this point, point three, let me get to it. Uh, the three steps. Number one, you pray. Number two, you start small. Number three, uh, sorry. Number two, you take a start small. Number three, you take the next step. Yeah. That was supposed to be my part. You take the next step. You're taking a next step. You're praying. You're you're seeing. You're contending with God. You're looking and you you pray. You start small. Maybe I can do this. Maybe you have a burden for the homeless and the needy. And like, oh, I mean, there's hundreds of homeless. You know, yeah. You know, there's also one. Yeah. I see all these thousands of people in need. There's also one. Yeah. Maybe you take you pray for one. Maybe you take care of one. Uh, you take the next step. Uh, in saying that, if you're if you're if you're beginning your Christian journey or Maybe you're following Jesus for a long time. Uh, some of your next step is to join us with Al in Alpha. Yeah. And Alpha is a great ministry that's coming. Yeah. We're launching it this week. This week. Yeah. Um, is that uh, Pastor Angie and Pastor Zenith, they lead yes. um, our, our Alpha groups or Alpha team. And um, basically, we're talking about life, faith, and meaning. What is the meaning of life? Yes. Um, how does my life and the meaning of life and faith and following Jesus, how does that all, how, how, how does that, how does that all work together? And in Alpha, you can learn more about that. Uh, St. Francis of Sisi says, start doing what's necessary. Start doing what's necessary, then what's possible, then suddenly you are doing the impossible. Yes. Start doing what's necessary, then what's possible. Yeah. Then suddenly you're doing the impossible. I remember when we were in youth ministry years ago, we had a youth outreach center. You and I, I, I in, a, in, a, in a million years, you know, as two young people who found Christ, was found by Christ, we got involved in ministry right, right away. You never, I never would have thought that we would be ministering to hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of inner city youth in downtown Seattle area. Yeah. I never would have thought, I mean, we, we, just, we just started what was necessary. Yeah. And then we did what was possible and God did some impossible things. Yes. And we see that in our life over and over and over again. What are you asking God for? What are you thinking on regarding the direction of your life? Where's your imagination at pastor? You know, and I think that's so good. You know, we, we think about the, the heroes of faith, right? We think about the heroes of faith in our, in the Bible. We think about the heroes of faith uh, in history that we have learned about and people that have done big things. But can I tell you, one person ministered to them and changed their life, yeah. you know, and maybe we're not the uh, Billy Grahams of today, but we are the people that give hope to the hopeless and, and, and teach the, the Billy Grahams of this next generation and provide faith and hope and love, you know, which is the 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 soil that that you know faith can grow out of and the lives of people can become who God has called them to be. The key to big faith is embracing the truth that every every time you take the next step to fulfill the purpose of God in your life, your faith will be tested. A, a tested faith 
produces something. Just like when a seed goes into the ground, you know, when it is watered, but the, it is tested by the elements. It is tested by the weather. It is tested by the soil. But when it produces something, that fruit or that, that substance of produce, it actually begins to uh, take effect and it affects everything around it. Your faith is going to be tested. And a, a strong faith is a tested faith. A big faith is a tested faith. In the book of James, chapter one, we are told that testing of our faith produces patience. You will need patience if you're going to step out in faith. You know, we have big dreams, we have big visions, we have big ideas. And it's the patience and the endurance of those uh, times of this race that helps us to see the fulfillment of those instead of giving up because we can't see the fruit of our labor as of yet, the fruit of our prayers, the fruit of our believing, the fruit of our faith. But can I tell you, a tested faith produces, it always produces. Next week, we're going to teach more on this topic. Uh, and we're going to talk about more faith, which I think is important. Faith is the substance of things that we hope for and the evidence of things not yet seen. Mm -hmm. You know, can I tell you that there are so many things that I've been praying and hoping for for years, and maybe I haven't seen the fulfillment of all of those things, but I know my God is able and willing, and there is a time and a season for every single thing to begin to happen in our You have to remember, life. you have to remember, faith is the evidence. Yes. Not that you not that you see the thing or you attain the you attained it. Yeah. Your faith is the evidence. Yes. I believe your faith is the evidence. But then again, faith always brings conviction. It always moves towards action. Yes. But your faith, your faith. You've never seen Jesus. I mean, maybe he has appeared to you. For most people, Jesus has never appeared to you. Yeah. But your faith yes. is the evidence that he is, and he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek after him. You know, I want to invite you to join our community group. The link is in the chat box. We would love for you to join with us so we can what build our everyday faith around people that want to grow and want to reach and want to see what God wants to do here yeah. in this season, in this time in our lives. We want to encourage one another. We also want to invite you to Alpha. And if you join the community group, you're going to have all the information to join us this week, yeah. uh, Wednesday. Join Alpha. Join Alpha. And together Talk we about are the going life. to discover yeah. the meaning of life, which yeah. I think is huge. It's important. It's what we need to do. I want to close this out in prayer. And we thank you so much for joining with us. And God, we want to have action in yeah. our faith this week. God, give us a divine burden. Give us divine appointments, God, so we can share the love and the hope of Christ. God, what it is that you're doing. God, what it is that you're doing in and through our lives. God, help us to see with eyes of faith. God, and help us to be grateful for all that you are doing and all that you have done. God, you are faithful. God, you are preparing a way. You are making a way where there seems to be no way. And God, we pray right now for those that are struggling in their faith. Yeah. God, we thank you, Jesus, that you uh, you speak to them. You lead them. You guide them. You take them, God, to the scripture. God, you are the rock that is higher than I. Yeah. God, I thank you that you infuse their faith. God, you mm. give them hope once again. God, those that are struggling with sickness and God, uh, despair, God, and those that are uh, struggling with finances and all of those things, God, we all have struggles and needs. God, and I thank you that you are the God that meets those needs, that you are the God that answers prayer. God, and we thank you, Jesus, that you are working here in our midst. You send your word, God, to the broken. You send your word, God, to the weary. You send your word, God, to those that need healing. God, and your word accomplishes everything 
that it set out to do. And we're so thankful today in Jesus name. And Lord, we pray sp specifically this yes. morning for the nation of Pakistan. Yes. We have Jesus. a lot of people that follow us from Pakistan. From Iran, from uh, uh, Egypt, from those nations in the 1040 window. A lot of people follow yes, us. Jesus. A lot of people connect with us. Well, we pray for the nation of, of Pakistan this morning. We ask God that you will make a way where it yes. appears to be no way. Yes, we pray Jesus. during this season of food shortages and, and, and drought and, and, and persecution, Lord, that Thank you're you, raising Lord. up a mighty army of believers, a mighty army of soul winners, that the nation of Pakistan is opening and opening greatly to the gospel that we've never seen before. Yes, Jesus. We pray for the brothers and sisters in the Lord who are ministering there, who are faithful followers of Jesus. May you encourage them today. May you increase their faith today. May you help them, Lord. May they see you as ultimate king and provider in a great, great way. May, may miracles of healings and signs and wonders be released to your people in Pakistan, Lord. Yes. May the great triumphant Jesus be made well known there in that nation in Jesus' name. Amen, 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 amen. We will see you next week. Yes. Invite your friends. 12 o'clock Central Time. What is that? 10 o'clock. <laughs> Pacific and uh, one o'clock Eastern, and the, wherever you're at. Yeah, and then join us also on Alpha this Alpha. Wednesday. Join the community group, and you have more information there. How you can connect with us, and we can grow together. Peace. Peace.